The Lying Photographer on July 25th. It is said that photographs don't lie, but the photographers themselves can. This one in particular, he is a photojournalist stalking the world for hidden and unseen opportunities, and he will fabricate any legend to make his pictures famous before anybody has seen them. He tells of inner city corruption and younger and younger junkies, of the hopelessness of the pygmies in the jungle, he tells his editor that there are human heads in the kettle of soup he has photographed in the Mondo Belt. Who can prove him wrong? He meets beautiful women all the time and tells them that if he can photograph them, they will surely be noticed by talent agencies or big studios and they will most definitely become very successful in their countries and greatly envied. All that he requires of them, however, is to tell him their most secret desire. He doesn't want to know their secrets, only the thing that it is that they want the most in their lives. Most of them say that they want to die young and beautiful before they get old. Others know that they want to spend one night in a penthouse suite high on drugs and have the memory of a perfect evening to think back on as they live out the rest of their lives in anti-climax. Others want him to bite the clothing off of their bodies. Once he has fulfilled the desires of these people, he takes the famous photos. But it is only the photos that become famous, not the models. He has lied again and he will continue lying. And a million people have cursed him by saying that he will never be able to stop lying even when he wants to tell the truth. Or that it will be a lie that will undo him. This is the legend, and a legend of this power will always come true. He is naked, lying on the bed in his hotel room. His mind has begun to shut down, or, at least, it is no longer his own. He looks at his chest and the great muscles rippling on it. He looks down towards the two swollen balloons that are his arms. He looks down at the solid grid that is his stomach, then down towards his crotch and its mysterious object and finally down to his powerful legs, now in repose. Everywhere there is hair. His body was created by a lie. He thinks this body was created to lie and to keep lying. Lying down, that is. He looks at the next photographs he has, his greatest lies. They show the buildings and the people in them. 
They are not people, but devils. They are not gods, but angels. They are working for the destruction of the human race. These photographs will make him rich. But they do not make him rich, for he is found the next day burned to a crisp on his bed. The sheets only slightly scorched. It is magic, and people are afraid. Time goes by, and time can fly. I am sitting in my office at home, going through some papers. They tell me nothing that I need to know. So I begin to read the newspaper to get my mind off of what I need to be doing. This is critical for my sanity at times. I catch a picture in a frame out of the corner of my eye and I take a look at it. It is the wedding picture of my wife and myself. It has been in the frame in that corner of the room for years since the last time I stopped to actually have a close look at it. And how many times has it been dusted in that period of neglect? I put it down and go into a drawer and pull out my old pictures and look at them. Probably also for the first time in many, many, many years. I find one picture of myself as a child. I am glaring at the camera. My arm is in a cast, and there is a dog lying at my feet. I look at pictures of my grandfather, who died when I was very young. He seems very stern, and actually looks quite evil. I notice in one of the pictures with me that he has a knife. The knife is resting against my neck and seems to be cutting it. There is blood running down my shirt. The knife has gone in quite deep. I seem to be faint and can barely stand up. Otherwise, it is a pleasant family photograph. I am shocked at this image. I don't remember any of it. I am sure my grandfather wasn't this kind of a person. Other pictures shock me just as much. I see a picture of my grandfather on my 10th birthday, even though I am certain that he died when I was five. In another picture, I am standing in a volcanic crater with my parents in what could be Hawaii. But I'm certain that I never went to Hawaii with my parents when I was a child. They always went by themselves and left us with friends. How can all this have happened? And what about the picture of myself with a pet monkey when I had no such monkey? Or the picture of me getting a black belt as a teen when I still to this day only have an orange belt? And the dog! We never had a pet dog. Broken arm? When did that happen? I have lost faith in the power of my memory or in the inscrutability of photographs. Can K-1 
cameras be made to lie? I don't understand how a photographic print of an instant in time can be altered. I don't think it can. At this moment, the door opens. My wife brings the mail into the room. She puts it onto the table and walks out without saying anything, although she does look at me funny. Perhaps she sees the photographs I'm looking through and thinks I have lost my mind. Perhaps she is correct. I open the mail, but everything stops when I get to a manila envelope. What is this, and what is happening? In the envelope are pictures of me in the arms of a woman I don't know. Who is she and what am I doing with her? This is nonsense for I was never in this situation. It must be somebody else, although it is undeniable that the man is me. A note asks for hush money. I look at the woman's face, seething with evil lust.